appears in a movie. And hello and welcome to episode 2 of 3 Beers and a Movie, which should be episode 3, but we ran into technical difficulties on episode 2, being that we recorded the damn thing. Um, Sounded excellent, and someone deleted it. Never. Colin, who deleted the episode by mistake? Never deleted it, we just kind of never saved the episode. Um, But what we are going to do is a quick 60 second recap of the amazing episode. Absolutely, yeah. 0.1. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll call that, this is going to be episode 3, this is 2A, or 2B, 2B essentially, yeah. Um, You are supposed to be the Egon Spengler of this group, but right now you are basically Winston Zeddemore. I'll take Winston. Yeah, yeah Winston, yeah, as in, he, like, you know, he's in the film, but he completely unaffects you and doesn't do anything. Yeah, but we love him anyway. Yeah, but he's Ernie yeah. Hudson, man. Yeah, Ernie yeah, Hudson. You are lovable, but completely not disposable. That's so, what I'm trying to say about you right now. Last week we spoke briefly about. The main film we all saw last week was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Um, Salazar Revenge or so, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Tales depending on what country you happen to be in. Yeah, I want to be American for this one. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Makes absolute sense, whereas Salazar Revenge makes, makes no sense. Makes no sense. Yeah. Um, Richards. I didn't. I, I didn't dislike it. I liked it more than two, three, and four. Okay. But it's nowhere near a patch on the first one, the, the Black Pearl. And you liked it a little bit more than I did. I liked it a lot more than Richard did. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it was better than four because it had mermaids in it. Which you like mermaids? Even though the film itself is a completely terrible, awful movie, yeah, it had mermaids, mermaids in it. it. Okay. Pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, Richard, Richard, meh, and I thought it was good. I gave it a 7 out of 10, and Richard gave it out a 5. Uh, it was a low 3, so 2.2. Like um, that was pretty much last week in a nutshell. Over to this week. Yes, Richard. this week, we. Um, I think the major film we both saw was Wonder Woman, correct, Jess? Mm-hmm. Um, I also yep. saw um, Baywatch, which I'm looking forward to talking about later, uh, and also a lovely French film called My Life is a Courgette. Courgettes are zucchinis in America. In this country it's courgette, in America it's zucchini. Right, cool. Did you see anything apart from Wonder Woman this week? Um, No, I've just seen Wonder Woman this week. That was the the big kind of event this week, so I've seen that on Friday. And it is pretty much chewing up every screen going Um, right now, and I think it's only going to grow over the next couple of weeks, to be honest. Um, Anyway, we'll get on to that. So, Wonder Woman, it was directed by Patty Jenkins. Do you know who Patty Jenkins is? I don't know who Patty Jenkins is. Tell me more about it. Patty Jenkins directed Monster about 15 years ago. Monster, the... Charlie Theron film that won the Oscar. Oh, right, that one. I've okay. not seen that. No. not seen it. Very, very good film. Okay. And Charlie Theron is always like Charlie Theron in it, so she is yeah, so pretty she's awesome in it. But she's not made up to look Yeah, she's made up to look terrifying and, and horrible yeah, and like scary. And, serial killer? Yeah. Uh-huh, absolutely. Yeah. She's the most unfuckable Charlie Theron at any point. If that makes sense. I mean, even though you probably still would because you're Charlie Theron at the end. Um, but other than that, Patty Jenkins has pretty much not made a film since then. So that she's done monsters. She's done monsters and has not really got a film off the ground since then. Has she been doing TV? She's done some TV, like the odd episode here and there, but right. she basically has not been done not done any Hollywood films. Or in fact, any film gen at all. Well, she was supposedly going to attach to direct Wonder Woman back in like 2005, I think it was. Okay. But then she um, decided to have a family and took time off for it, and by which point. Did a lot, like, you know, um, who was it involved in it? Whedon was picking up at one point mm-hmm. as well, as was Ron Howard, apparently, as well. O.P. Cunningham was doing Yeah, Ron Howard was part of okay. one. Before even Josh Whedon, Ron Howard was part of one of the guys who were going to do it. And then it went through, you know, multiple directors and writers and... Went through production Production hell, hell yeah, yeah, to try and get made. Which seems insane, because it's a film about a female superhero, and that seems to be the major sticking point everyone had, like, which yeah. makes no sense yeah, when totally. 50% of the world is... Like, 51% of the world is female. Yeah. Surely that's going to have been an, an, yeah, an audience straight that's away. That's the selling point. Yeah. What do you know about Wonder Woman, Colin? What do I know about Wonder Woman? Um, I know that... She's from an island. She's from an island. Do you know who made it? Do you know who created it? Wonder Woman. Was it Bob Kane's sister? 
No, Roberta. Okay. No, it's not Roberta Kane. Okay. It was created in 1941 by a guy called William Moulton Marston. Do you know anything about this guy? No. This gentleman... He sounds Swedish. He's not Swedish at all. The first time we'll talk with someone who's not of Scandinavian descent so far. <laughs> um, him and actually his wife Elizabeth one right. of the people who invented it because that's a hurricane up with the key sort of ideas of the character okay. but something William Moulton Marston is more famous for is he invented the lie detector and when the, is that why the last year last year truth yeah. Uh-huh. yeah genuinely yeah oh, that's really and cool. he met his wife when he was I think it was his first wife I don't know if it was his wife but he met his first wife I'm sure it was when he used the lie detector on her because it was a, th- like a, a theft in a hotel and, and he had to interrogate her to sure she hadn't stolen it. And she passed light a bit to us and actually met. Do you think he said, like, do you find me sexy? And, and then that, no that's what it went with, yeah. Um, but they also had a very odd relationship because he was married to this woman, but he also had another partner who was involved in it, like another woman. Oh, and okay. had a very sort of strange sort of BDSM type relationship. Which if you think about one woman, that makes a lot of sense, you know, with the gauntlets and... Yeah, the boots and wearing next to nothing and... Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah, so all that kind of stuff. And there's apparently a film going to come out soon regarding the sort of his life story. Okay. I can't remember who's in it, I can't remember who's involved in it, but it is sort of on the slate of building horrendous. I think it's a really interesting, he seems a really interesting guy. He lived he lived a life before and then this is one of them was almost like a PS on his life. So he, he lived in a menage a trois with these two women who were happy to be yes. a meat sandwich for this Absolutely yes. This superhero creator. Yeah, but he wasn't he was an inventor and a philosopher and then one of them was sort of like a secondary act in his in his life. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds so, like he's had a colourful life. Yeah, colourful life. One of them itself, um, are you a DC fan? Like generally comic book wise? <sighs> Not so much comic books. Um, movies, yeah, TV shows to an extent. Comic, when I was a kid I used to know yeah. DC comics, Green Lantern. Um, was probably my favourite as a kid. But one of them is one of those characters, sort of a great character of out a good story. It's always searching yeah. for a story. Yeah. It seems like it's always like the it's a PS or it's a set of the third part of a trilogy. You know, it's in yeah. alongside Batman. I don't know if the problem with Wonder Woman is like she's Superman, but because Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman's like you can't be Superman, so you're Wonder Woman. But yeah. we've done all this shit with Superman, so what do we do with Wonder Woman? Maybe that's that could be the problem. Yeah, that's, that's just wild speculation right now. Yeah, were you a fan of the TV show when it was on TV? I, Maybe, I, the, I um, loved 1970s it. 1970s one because. Um, of an older generation, yeah. Yes, you um, are. Yes, like yeah, I, I grew up watching it, and um, I was just Linda Carter, as everyone would be it up. I've never seen the TV show. You never. I know. I obviously know all the TV show. Oh, okay. I know the key moments of it. I know sort of the general idea of it, but I've never actually watched the full episode. It was low budget, typical seventies, eighties nonsense, but it was it was fun. It was like family gathering around the TV. Let's watch Wonder Woman. What would you rather watch, Mike? Would you rather watch Wonder Woman or Incredible Hulk? Monkey. You'd rather watch Monkey? Yeah. Okay, that's Monkey. a terrible yes. answer to a question. A very direct yes or no question, or one of two, one of two answer questions. Yeah. Okay, um, the Hulk, or when the Hulk. You watched the Hulk, you said? Yeah, because that wee theme tune really stuck with me for years. I still think. No, the one of them theme tune, that was pretty iconic as well. No, but when he, when he walks away at the end and he's got the wee piano music, yeah, 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 that yeah. makes me cry. That makes you cry yeah. still. Still, it's really. Well, they at the same time, roughly, like sort of the same jet. Mm, probably about the same time, but I don't think they ever kind of crossed over. It wasn't ever like a Wonder Woman, let's watch Hulk now or not. Was that a Superman version at the same time, was there? No. No, uh, the George Reed no, version. No, there was Spider-Man was out in a bit as well, with Nicholas Hammond. They had the swimming goggles on, so you <laughs> had that Wonder Woman and the Hulk as well. That was a three so event. that was like a trio of pure fucking 80s cheese. I don't ever watch the DC, like the TV show, did any other characters appear in it? Did you ever get like Superman or Batman or anybody like that appear in it? It was all Wonder Woman. I don't even think they were referencing but again, I'm kind of casting my way back in a long, long time, but I don't think there was ever any references or crossovers. What I've never understood, and me and Andy were talking about this, um, Andy and Jill's office today, um, was, right, Wonder Woman can fly. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Why the fuck does she have an invisible plane? Why not? She can fly. Yeah, but something you're tired, man. You can walk, but you something you drive somewhere. Jane, flying involves effort. I think it must do, yeah. I, I think it's more of a just kind of. Like, like, I'm not read. I'm not read all the comics. I'm not entirely up on every um, version of the Wonder Woman character. Mm-hmm. You know, so bit much my reference is Gail Simone's version of it and the Greg Rucker version of it, which okay. was out recently. Um, can you could you always have flown? And all the I ed- don't see. I don't think so. Because Superman can always fly either. Did not? No, Superman can leap down in a single bound. Which is like. Form of style, yeah, if you want to put it Disney in that. Pixel, yeah, you want to pick yeah. world, yeah, but Andy he... had super ventriloquism, true story. True story, yeah, he did. Super ventriloquism yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you could always, so every, a character's always sort of develop, and the one you, the version yeah, of kind yeah. of you know is not necessarily the version that first was on the page, you know? Okay. But no, I remember in the TV show she had the invisible jet. Yeah. Which was like kind of. Which in fairness, you don't know this wasn't in the film. Did she not turn into a civilian in the TV show as well? Yeah, she yeah, did. Yeah, with, um, Diana Prince yeah. was she, yeah. she, she, I don't know what job was or was she. I don't know. Was she not a lawyer or something? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, no fun. idea. But yeah, I don't get why she can fly, but she has an invisible jet. Maybe it's for passengers for show off. Again, I think you can walk and you can run, but sometimes you will drive or take the bus somewhere. I guess what it is. Yeah, it's something you're just lazy, man. I feel like it's more effort to fly a plane than to fly person. No, I don't think so because you're still using all your energy to fly. Okay. Okay. Right, well, on, onto the film then. Oh, okay. Jesus. Oh, onto the, onto the actual the film, film itself. Um, in the lead role of a woman, or as Diana Prince, is Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, um, who looks amazing. She looks um, stunning. She is the definition of the character, I think. She's every ounce the, the, the Amazon. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she really is. She's statuesque, she's, she's gorgeous, she's got the accent. She, she's, she's not got the accent. Well, naturally, she, she's not as real. She's got a Lebanon accent, yeah. yeah. So much so she couldn't do any other accent. Everyone on the island speaks in a Lebanon accent. You notice that? I like that. I'm, I'm <laughs> Thank you. Like you like the fact that like they'd rather make everyone they didn't know what accent to give. Everyone's went, well, Gal Gadot can't do an accent, well, so just make everyone, everyone else speak with a Lebanon accent. I think that's that's star power right. <laughs> I think yeah, totally. To me, she has the same. She fills the role in the same way that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. The yeah. same way Wolverine is yeah. um, Hugh Jackman. She's been the most convincing so far out of all the DC lineup. She's the one that's. You look at you look at you go. That is what them should be. And yeah, what looks e- like, yeah, even in the movie, the, the Justice League movie, she was the standout. Absolutely, she only for what, ten minutes at most, yeah, but she embodies she that character well, straight away. Absolutely. To see more and more of her. Um, also starring Chris Pine. I love. I've got charming such as hell, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's above average. He's above average, yep. <laughs> um, he plays Steve Trevor. Um, yep. Obviously, we know from Star Trek playing Kirk. Mm-hmm. Also, last year, one of the best films last year was Hell or High Water. Yeah. Genuinely I'm fantastic movie. And well, he was phenomenal yeah. in it. He's also really good in Rise of the Guardians. He plays Jack Frost. Yes. And um, yeah, no. Also, not a bad Jack Ryan as well. I'm not seeing that. He played a young Jack Ryan like, in the, kind of early, the recent reboot of it. <laughs> I, I, think, I don't think it's done well. I think the reboot is dead. But, but he was good in it. He, he didn't, didn't kill it. No, he didn't kill it, no. Just um, no interest in that franchise. Yeah, no interest in that character. I think okay. it's the main reason why that died. But yeah, Chris Pine, we enjoyed him in it. Um, on the island, we have Robin Wright playing sort of... Um, I think he's called... Princess Buttercup. Princess Buttercup basically kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, she she was... I mean, She was mean as hell. She, she is the, awesome. Yeah, she, she's got that feminism, but she's strong as well. She's a setter, but she's pretty and she's... She doesn't get long in the film, unfortunately. She, she does, maybe, she maybe does 25 minutes, half an she hour. She plays the anti, is that right? I think it's the anti of yeah. the Meet the Queen and sort of the main trainer of... Yeah, she trains of the Amazon. Amazon, yeah. yeah. Um, also, do you see who's in the role of the Queen? 
Who was it? Yeah, we, we looked her up. Me and Andy looked her up. And Connie Nielsen. Yeah. Never heard of her. Never heard. A gladiator. That's what you know from. She was Wacom Phoenix. Wacom Phoenix's sister, sister uh, yeah. stroke, stroke wife. Wife stroke and um, gladiator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also in love with Russell Crowe. Yeah. 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 She has disappeared for a lot recently. She was in um, Three Days to Kill with Kevin Costner last year. Remember a couple of years ago? If you remember that one? I don't think I've seen that one. No. It's actually quite good. He's been infected with his, like a a virus, and he's got to basically work as a hitman. Kill people in three kill days. people, yeah, in three days. They're <laughs> kill them, they don't give them the... Costner does like a Costner. badass bad, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, like there with, you know, Costner yeah. playing in, um, like that, yeah. in the, um, the, the DC world as well. So that was Connie Nielsen. Connie yeah. Nielsen. Uh, okay. Danny Houston. Who was the... Generic German bad guy. The bad guy in it. Yeah. Who was also in... X-Men, X-Men Origins, yeah, Children of Men, Thirty Days of Men. I don't mine. know how I feel about crossovers. You don't like people putting them in both films? I, no, I don't like it. I think either DC or Marvel, pick your corner and fight it. I, I honestly don't, it freaks me out a bit, because I'll be like, but he was in a Marvel film. But if that was the case, you would, are, you okay, are you okay with people being different kind of in the same universe then? Yeah, that's okay, because so that's you lose, Marvel. You're going to lose Chris Evans as Captain America then? Yeah, I think that's worse. I think at least if it's a different universe, you'd get separation. I agree, yeah. You can, so Chris Evans, for example. Right, but he's only been in Marvel. No, he's not. He's been in the DC universe as well. In DC? He was in the Losers. It's a DC universe. It's a DC, it's a DC movie. I know it doesn't count. Does it count? No, it, 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 it still counts. <laughs> it, you you, you shoot a first acknowledge it. That's all it is. But it still counts as a movie. I never knew he was in that. Good film. Who else? There's, there's a few kind of sort of like B actors who've been in both of them. Well, you're gonna have coming up soon as well. Uh, Tom Hardy. He obviously he was Bane, and now you're gonna play Venom. Is he playing Venom? He's playing Venom. I yeah. Hate Tom Hardy. You hate Tom Hardy? Yeah, we don't hate Tom Hardy. We, we why, do you, why do you hate Tom Hardy? I just don't, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think he's a good actor. <coughs> I think he's... He hides behind accents he's a lot. A dodgy accent. He hides behind a lot of dodgy yeah. accents. He does do that and he does brooding quite well. He was a terrible Bane. I liked him as Bane, actually. Oh, no, he was... He's was the only thing in that film I actually really enjoyed, was Bane. No. No, not a fan. We'll get to our DC stuff like that. Right, okay. Um, we've also got, in just in no particular order, we also have Ewan Bremner. He wasn't in it much, but it was funny. The whole four people who are involved in, it, uh, yeah. sort of, in her buddies are not in it. Ewan Bremner, Eugene Brave Rock, which is a magnificent name. Who's a genuine Indian, yeah, American Indian, American yeah. Indian, yeah. We had Saeed Tigerholm, Movie, Mo- Mo- I think his name is, yep. Yeah. Um, played Sammy? Yes. He was he, fun, he was the most fun out of the four in my he's life. French, I've not seen him, the last thing I saw him in was in Three Kings. Right, okay. He played the torture in Three Kings, it was really good. Okay. Yeah, really excellent that film. Um, Lucy Davis as well popped up in it as well. She was like sort of the secretary to Chris Pine. Mm. She's in the office Comic and yeah. Shaun the Dead as well. She's okay. looking different. She's looking older. Yeah, yeah. Um, what me and Andy were discussing was you've got these four side characters, yeah, and they, they don't do anything. They don't explore I them or give you. I feel you. like there's a story there that was put on the cutting floor. Yes, yeah. I think it possibly could have been. Get to the point. Let's discuss who was in the film. What do you think of the film overall? I really don't enjoy it. Really enjoy um, it. Really surprised by how much I enjoyed it because everyone's going to go in thinking, "Here we go, another DC movie, and it's going to suck." And yeah, no, they don't think that. Go and see the movie. Expectations were low after what was a pretty average Man of Steel, a pretty awful Batman v Superman, and a pretty abysmal Suicide Squad. Yeah, this opinions were pretty poor for this one. It's just could run into the same problems. But no, um, solid entertaining film. Yeah, I mean. Um, could maybe done a wee bit of trimming at times, maybe overly long, possibly, but not a major picture. I enjoyed the 80% of this film. Uh, I really like Gal Gadot, obviously, yeah. as um, uh, Wonder Woman. Chris Pine, I thought, brought a lot of charm, a lot of a lot to it as well. Um, they're, they're together, they're a really nice, cute couple on screen as yeah. well, they worked really well together. Um, you also have the nice fish out of water story, which is when she goes to the 
back, yeah, back to London. Yeah, he's got a sword and stuff, yeah. Yep. Uh, Pine Charms, the No Man's Land scene as well, that won it for me as well. That was, the action scenes were spot- Some of the CGI, Loki? Gonna get to that now, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the fact it didn't make any effort to link it too much with the uh, DC Universe. No, there you was... A, a wee head and a wee foot at the beginning, you know yeah, what I mean? But that then, was it. There was no end credits. No, DC really don't do the end credit yeah. thing, no. So, so there was no end credits. I can confirm after sitting for eight minutes, there's no end credits. <laughs> <laughs> there is no After eight minutes of, no. of just names of CGI it, people. It ends, that's it. No, I think it was good they done that. They, they just thought, here's Wonder Woman, it's her movie, it's not... It's not yeah. a Batman movie, it's, not, it's Wonder Woman. Take it There's a small it. linkage to tiny, the tiny, tiny linkage. Yeah, just to start the film. It's just yeah. enough to let you know it's in that universe. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it should be, you know, it holds its own in its, its own world. Um, also, like the fact that it made sense of the origin, because like, Wonder Woman's origin has been retold and messed up and mixed up. and I thought it, I, I don't know if it's a definitive one that they told, but it made sense. Mm-hmm. The, the, the On film. that, do you know the thing that we girl that played her when she was young was really good? The wee girl was excellent, yeah, she, yeah. Played, she, played, she looked like her, you asked me if she looked like a young girl. Yeah, both yeah. the wee girl because she was a teenager, teenager as well, yeah. yeah, I thought all the roles were like Really well cast the whole film all the yeah. way through, yeah. No, definitely, I enjoyed the casting as well. The action scenes were, yeah, the, the, the No Man's Land scene was... That one, I mean, it's, not, we're not gonna it's in the trailer, it's, yeah. uh, it's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. you'd sit there and you just... As soon as she takes like, the, coat, the coat off and just starts walking up the, the ladder, like, it is pretty yeah. badass. It's she's, mouth open yeah. like that. This is amazing. You do feel like any woman next to you is going to suddenly punch you in the head though, which is pretty terrifying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the use of the weapons as well. She used the whip in it and she used the sword. It's a lasso, not a whip. The lasso, whip. Lasso, it's not a whip, it's a lasso. <laughs> I like how they used it on pain as well. Like they, they made that kind of comedy thing yeah, as well. It worked really yeah, good. Yeah, Buns, yeah, that was, um, that was very good. Used the shield well. The shield was, yeah, the shield was almost kind of Captain America. She uses it, yeah. it's not just defensive thing, it's yeah, actually it's it's like a, a weapon. It's a weapon she used all the way through. People with that shield as well. Um, Things I didn't like about it, there is a few things myself. Um, CGI was at times a little bit ropey. Really? Yeah, at times you're thinking all that money and this is what this we get. Yeah. yeah. Not all the time. I think maybe one of those things where it's so good for most of the film that there's a couple you're going to go, you do kind of feel like they're going, Aye, you could have another pass at that one. Just it might look better on a small screen, possibly. possibly because yeah. you're looking at, you know, a 25 foot. I always think CGI if it's looking on a, ba- a bad big looks bad on a big screen or looks bad on a small screen. So we're not questioning where it was, we're questioning the, the quality of the work. Yeah. And I feel the work in some parts was was excellent, you can't fault other parts yeah. of it in that. Particularly the bit he flips the tank in the in the town square. Yeah, that wasn't great. And the bit where he takes the drugs and his face goes all yep. funny that was. It was a little bit bit yeah. like ropey. Um the villains as always in these movies are pretty underdeveloped. They're throwaway, yeah. yeah. I thought they were, I thought it was the weakest part of the movie goes to yeah. genuinely did. The, the, yeah, the, the villains were pretty the, weak in it. The but doctor and the general, yeah. was he a general Dr. or something? Poison yeah, and yeah, general, yeah. yeah, something you watch and you're going, it's probably got the same problem with every Marvel film. You think all the Marvel films as well, they've all got a, the weaknesses with the villain. Yeah, it's always the weakest element. There's all, it, yeah. Apart from Loki, who's the one villain who stands out as being a good villain, yeah. even when you put someone like, um, who played Red Skull again? Um, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving, yes. Hugo Weaving in the role of Red Skull. Even he was underused and underdeveloped in that role. You know, yeah. And every villain so far, in fact, which all these comic movies have been underdeveloped. Yes, yeah. Unless you're maybe Heath Ledger. Even Heath Ledger, he's only They don't flesh them out. They're yeah. there to move the story. No, there's yeah. no. They don't indeed to the character or build. It doesn't make you want to care about them. It's just I think like the worst example is an amazing Spider Man 2. Venom. Not Venom, um, yeah, Shocker or Electro. Electro. They all just seem to be like, I'm a nice guy. No, I'm not. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, different, different movie. <laughs> the ending as well went a little bit too Snydery for me at the end. A little bit too CGI heavy, sort of like big smash and grab, let's see where we can go with this. It didn't really do much. Which I think is a bit of a shame because it was, it, up until then it was really strong. Yeah. And it was just maybe the last 15 minutes. Marvel's guilty of that as well. Oh. The third act, the last 15 minutes, it's like, let's just make as much fucking noise yeah. as we can. And well, that's what I was saying. We're talking about that at the end of Doctor Strange. It's the same. It's just big, we'll have one but there's humour there. Yes. And it's a different thing. Yes, this whereas this one. CGI for the sake you could of CGI, CGI, yeah. CGI. It almost seemed very similar to the, sort of the end of Iron Man or anything like that. It didn't feel very interesting towards yeah. him. Yeah, no. you just cannot. Give us a strut, and we want to go back for more. Give us uh-huh. the, the end of the, the, basically got to. We need an ending. We've got an ending. That's it. Boom! It's all done. Which is a bit of a shame because it. Yeah. Up until then, it was really a strong film. Um, overall, what are you giving it? Overall, I would give it a, a seven and a half out of ten. Strong. Uh, yeah, it was. It was really, really enjoyable. Yeah. It's, do you know what? If, if this is the platform that's going to rebuild the DC universe, then yeah good I hope it does because it, it deserves to be <coughs> nice one um, did you give it? I was going to give it 4 until the last 20 minutes then I'd probably say 3.5 to 3.7 just alright 5 isn't it's not bad yeah it's definitely one I think it's worth seeing in the cinema because it's yeah. big enough um, it's definitely worth watching again I've not seen it the second time round but I'm, I only saw it myself so I'm looking forward to taking Jill to go and see it yep um, so it's one of those kind of films you want to watch yeah, again. I think I want to see it again. Do you yeah. kind of get the wee bits you missed at the kind of outside, at the kind of centre of the action here? Yeah. But yeah, but the biggest fault for me was again, you've mentioned the running time. It runs in at well over 12, it's about 2 hours. 2 hours 10, 10, 15 maybe. You know what was a bad thing? I think it could actually do with an extended cut to flesh out the side characters. It could. And that do. might actually even make it longer. It might make but it that's the director's yeah. cut version, it's not one you want to see in the cinema. You, oh, could, have, you could have trimmed about half hour, even trimmed the, um, the side characters out of it. Like take Doctor Poison out of the you film. You said that as well. There was no need yeah, for it at all yeah. because they never had any background. It's like why couldn't you shoot people without spoilers? We haven't seen it. But why couldn't you shoot people? Yeah. Um, oh, you know, can I just say you saw the, the twist coming a mile away. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to spoil the twist yeah. anymore. It's, it's, it's not. It's not telegraphed, but you could tell there was something wrong. Hold it within about a minute. If you've yeah, ever seen Scooby Doo, you'll see the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Never trust a man with moustache. I think that's what we learned here. That's what we'll see. Possibly, yeah, pretty much. But no, um, it, it's good to see DC hopefully find their feet. Let's just hope. What's next? Justice League? Next? Justice League's the next one, yeah. Justice yeah. League, yeah. Right. That's out. I think um, out this year, I think it's out. That's October. October time is out. out. So let's hope carries on and the trailer so far I know Richard's not been watching trailers but I've saw it trailer, once it's just been going for a bit more kind of fun maybe kind of learning a lesson now and not it so does. dark and broody but and if you recall the first trailer we saw for the Batman v Superman we all went oh my god this looks really cool Yes. and then eventually it's actually another film and you yes. kind of go it's all still the substance and I've, yeah. I've got a sense I've got a feeling you can have the same problem with this one the no one cares about Cyborg no no one cares about Aquaman really and Flash, we've got a better Flash on TV as far as I'm aware right now. And the Flash film right now is running into all sorts of hell. I think it's under the Oh yeah, they can't. They've had like five writers, four directors. No one can commit to this thing right now. What? I don't. I don't get Aquaman. I don't see the point of doing Aquaman, but they make him not Aquaman, but call him Aquaman. That's what they've done. They've yeah. made a whole new character. Let's make him have some fun with water. Call it Aquaman. Yeah. Plus, he's got a fucking five-pointed train. Yeah. I want him a pink. I want him in a pink seahorse. horse. Unless I say that, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but moving on from that, we'll talk about the DC on film generally. Okay, right. I've got some stuff on the phone. you stuff on the DC film? Yes, How? I have. I've just got a wee Wikipedia, but yeah, I'm going to go through it. Let's go through them f- from... I've got them all written down here, so how many DC films are there? Right. 
Is starting from Man of Steel or are you going all the way back? I've got all the way back. Alright, no, I'm going from Man of Steel, so we've got no. four. I've got DC on film, I've got 29 DC properties on film. There's one either swap thing or man things, DC. Yeah. Right, so you're going to Batman well, I'm going to go back. The first one was in 1951. Right, okay. Well, which was a cinema release pilot called Superman and the Mole Men. Right, I know of that. That's, that's a George Reeves one. Kinda, yeah, that's crazy. It's basically instead of pilot, it's only like yeah. an hour long. That was the first one, okay? okay? I've not seen it. Have you seen it? I've seen clips. You have of seen it, generally? You've seen that film? No, I've seen clips I of it. used clips of the audio in a song that I've done because I wanted Superman. Seriously, yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen bits of it because it's one of those ones that always comes up when you're watching Channel 5 and it's like. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'm going to have to find this one. I need to see this film now. It's just a generic, kind of black and white, cheesy, kind of fat Superman. Wow, I don't know you. I was generally expecting you not to have any idea about that film. No, I've, I've, I've seen clips and, and bits wow. of it. Um, You're way ahead of me in this one. And George Reeves, of course, tragic. He killed himself? He, well, killed himself, was killed by someone. It's not entirely. Hollywoodland. Yeah, Hollywoodland. Yeah, Hollywood there's there's, that, there's a few it? different narratives on what happened. Some people say he may be killed by. I think I remember. Remember um, Hail Caesar? Mm. See, the yeah. guy who's in Hail Caesar is this, um, the Josh Brolin role. Josh Brolin? Uh huh. He was a Hollywood fixer, Eddie Maddox. He was a Hollywood fixer. Mm. There's rumours that he was involved in the death of him. And, okay. And there's also right. rumours that he could have just killed himself. That's the, the, the original report is he killed himself. Death by. And he shot himself, if I remember rightly. Um, but it's never one of those ones that just hang over Hollywood. It's never really been confirmed, yes or no. Okay. He, he's the guy who had real problems with the role itself. You know, he sort of. He was a drinker, done a lot of. Not drugs, but he done, done a lot of alcohol. Um, and kind of struggle with being the guy in the limelight a little bit and struggle right. with that success. So and just burnt out on it. Burnt out, I okay. think so, yeah. I think so we should. Are you counting DC animated? No, of we're not talking about DC, we're counting right, pacif- right. specifically cinematic releases. Cinematic okay. DC. Not one day releases that happen, you know, for like one movie. Right. Um, after that, in, after that, the next one was the Batman movie. The Batman movie, um, Tim Burton? No. Well, you know, it's specific. The one with Shark Repellent. Yeah, that yeah. one. Adam West, Batman. Yeah, the, the, the old Have school. Have you seen it? Yes, I have seen and it. it. <laughs> Hence the fucking Shark Repellent reference. I have seen it. That came in for so Family Guy reference role, you know. Did that get a cinematic release? It I did. That was TV. 66, man. Got a release. No, it was a cinematic release. Yeah, Batman was huge. Might have been only in America, but it definitely got a cinematic release. Um, The most camp 90 minutes you'll probably ever yeah. watch. I'm going to put it out here. And it's, it is controversial. People do love that show. I am not a fan of the of, of Night 66 Batman. It's... Not because I think Batman should always be dark and brooding. I just think it's not that good a show. It's... It, sh- it is what it is. It's, it's a show of its time. It was made what the sixties. Oh, we're definitely sixties. Yeah. I think yeah. as the seasons went on, they realised that, and it becomes more tongue in cheek. Yeah, play on definitely. It. I think yeah. it's the fourth season. What it is, it's got no budget. You can tell it's got absolutely no budget yeah, as well. Run out of steam. It's nonsense. It is exactly what it is. It's Robin with tights, a fat Batman walking up walls and sharp repellent sprays and throwing bombs about, and it's just fun. It's I'm not a fan. Joker is phenomenal, what's his name? Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero's Joker is, yeah, he's a it's, a, it's a, it's a certain type of Joker. Yeah, it's, a, it's very caricature. I quite, I, the only thing I really do like, I actually like Burgess Meredith's um, Penguin. Mm-hmm. The cackle does get irritating after a while, but I do quite like his, his Penguin. Burgess Meredith was, was Mickey from, Mickey from Rocky. Yeah. Not two different Catwoman, you have a kit done it, but someone else done it as well. Someone, she was in uh, Return of the Cape Crusaders. Yeah, yeah, you have a kit done it, but I think she was a later yeah. one, and there was someone before her. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar yeah. was another one, yes. There's not another one as well, not three. Possibly, there, there might have been, but it was, it was just catch fun, it was... Slightly calm, a bit calm. Not slightly calm, but I think you say flat out yeah, calm. Yeah. I think Are You Being Self is less calm I think when than you this. Watch it was basically spandex away from the gate <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think when you watch it now, 
back then it didn't seem as camp as it seems. The thing now. is, was it written as a comedy? I, I don't think it was, was it? Think I think it's now. I, 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 think it. I think at first it was. Yeah. I think at first they genuinely thought, because of budget, it just turned camp, and then as that went on, they kind they of thought, no, this is the self 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 self. Self. Let's make this one. No, I think, I think that's probably about right. It started out as Weird Batman, and it came up. Oh, yeah. Oh, Weird Batman, okay. Yeah. We'll move on from that one to the, the first genuine DC movie I think we can all remember, or not remember, because I was nothing you mate were you born in 78 I was yeah I was, I was 7 years old so Superman the movie I love Superman the movie is it your uh, favourite DC movie no no it's, it's not my favourite DC movie but uh, it just that was the first time that they, they kind of got it even with Marvel as well the first time anyone got it right it was like here's a superhero and it was like Superman he's a Superman but like all, all Superman are judged aye he was big charismatic he was perfect it was Christopher Reeve just oozing charisma and charm both as Clark Kent and as Superman yeah, but that's what I like about the Superman movie when I've watched it not recently but from what, what I remember of it it's the only Superman film even if you count the the, the later ones, like the later ones that come out in the last, like, say, 10, 15 years, where you actually see Superman being Clark Kent. Yeah, you see my, I've said this to so many people. Every other Superman will just put on glasses and Clark Kent, he changes his body. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He acts as a different character. He is a completely different person. Totally. And also, he actually, he actually spend time with Clark Kent in that film. Yeah. You actually get to know Clark Kent more than yeah. you get Superman. Um, he's yeah. I think Reeves is the definitive. You can see why that film is held in yeah. high regard. Oh right? see when you watch it back now, because it's it's on all the time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit draggy at the time. It, it does. Dra- I mean, the opening drags are three hours, man. I don't think it's as long as that. But I mean, even the fucking credits of that film last about fifteen minutes. Yeah, the destruction of crypto. Not even not that. Not that, that is fine. The actual credits themselves, yeah. you see them all flashing out. That is about a ten-minute watch. Um, but it, it does kind of. It's long. Um, Maybe that's editing's came a long way since yeah. then, but it kind of. It's, it's, it's almost a film made Donner as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, it's, it's an amazing film. Amazing film. It's beautiful, beautiful like film. It's, yeah, how can you not get it? I mean, this was like in the 80s, 79. 78. 78, they've done this, and they still can't get it fucking right, even now. Agreed. Um, after that, Superman 2, 1980. Possibly my favourite Superman film. Really? Yeah. There's two good Jennifer's Lodes in there, yeah. Ursula's um, in there as oh, well. Yeah. And what was the other one's name? None, was it? Yeah. None, none as well, who couldn't talk and done yeah. his silly BI beams and stuff. Yeah. That was really good as well. That's probably the one thing people, everyone will know Neil before Zod. The controversial one, the one where it was Richard Donner and then it yes. wasn't Richard Donner, now you get Richard Donner. Donner cut. Which, yeah. is, honestly, the Richard Donner cut is not that much different from the original cut. It's not, right. Tell me more. I've not, I can't, I honestly couldn't remember the, the differences off by heart right now, but it's not like you're watching, it's not like the Blade Runner, you know, we watch it. That was the next that you go, oh my god, it's a totally different reading of the film, and things are totally different. It's the same film. It's just, just a few. Yeah, it's a bit too similar, but not. it's not it's not massively different. Yeah, yeah, because there's a big kind of thing about it, and I was actually really excited to finally doing the original version and his like vision, but nah, it's, it's not. It's not a difference. It was pretty much the vision that was there anyway, so. Um, um, no, that, that's my, that's my favourite. That's your favourite one? Yeah. Of all the DC... I'm going to go through the Oh, no, no, of all the Superman films. Oh, Superman films. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Do you know where we're heading next? After this one. Just jump in the controversial Smallville. That's, that's my favourite Superman. Tom, he, he's, he not, he's not Superman, no. He is at the very end of it for one second. Just for one half a second. For a CGI second. Does he put on a cape? 
Yeah. He does want to carry it's on. Just, it was kind of fucked over. Where it's like, you're Superman. No, you're can he can fly in. He can, he's floating above his bed in the first five minutes of the episode. Of, yeah, of yeah. season one, no, episode one. It, and then he can't fly for the rest of the fucking show. Um, where was a charming Clark Kent? He, he, he was. He has a pretty well Clark Kent. Handsome, handsome boy and he'd done well. Christian Crook wasn't so good. Justice League in it, which yes. Brainiac and stuff in it as well, but Brainiac, you know, they're yeah, not yeah, yeah. really well played. Um, Falling on Superman, the next DC probably on TV or film, sorry, was Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, so me and Andy watched that, was it last week? We were flicking through channels and end up kind of pressed the memory, could have been last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, I like Swamp <laughs> Thing, I'm a fan of Swamp it's Thing. It's just, it, it's, it's almost, um, what's that studio called? It is the Bloomhouse, not Bloomhouse. No. Trombo? Yeah. Uh, trauma. Yeah, so, so, yeah. it's trauma-esque. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Mental. Um, Toxic Avenger levels are a badness. But I like it, because Swamp Thing is probably my favourite DC character on, on comic book. Well, the Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing. Right. Which is just, it's still, it is a piece of art in the same way that, you know, Tale of Two Cities or, or you know, Ent by George Orwell is art. It is a fantastic literature. Not really. Brilliant. It's really, really it's fantastic. Again, it suffers from being Age. made in the fucking 80s, because yeah. it looks like it was made in the 80s. Um, Hella Lockley is in it with a big kind of poofy hair, looking gorgeous, and his suit looks like I made it for him. Yeah, it's, it's done on a budget. It's, it's charming, though. Charming yeah. After Actually, that, one time, put a cabbage on my head. See my face. <laughs> <laughs> face. Basically, that's Swamp Thing, yeah. <laughs> um, after that one, 83, the, 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 the fast piece was Superman 3. Uh, is that one Richard Pryor? Yes, I like that because Richard Pryor is in it. That was Richard Pryor. He was he, he ruled the world. Back is, did Hackman come back for that one as well? Is that the one with Red Crips? Hackman Superman. was in it as well. Yeah, bad Superman as well. Hackman is an old Superman. Hackman, his sister was in it. But Hackman's still going for a land no, grab. Ha- no, Hackman wasn't in it. It was Robert Vaughn. So it's still it's still a land grab in this one as well. Uh, or that's a man two I'm mixing up with. I think he mixed up with one and two. Of one, one was the land grab. Two was the three bad guys. But, no, but, yeah, but Hackman's in two of them, isn't he? He's in he, one and two. And four as well. And four we'll as well. We'll get that in a minute. Oh, 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 um, yeah. Super, um, after Superman 3, what's Supergirl? I've never seen it. Hell, I've seen it. Um, it's what it is. Pizza O'Toole is in it, and he's really good in it. Okay. He's the best thing in a bad movie. Right. Um, How bad is this bad movie, though? It's Bad Helen's. Do we need fucking Supergirl? Is it Helen? Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Who plays the mum and is she not one of them now? She's back in. She's in Supergirl. Yeah, she's the mum of Supergirl. She's the mum of Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. she was. I think she was something to do with Smallville. She made she had an appearance in Smallville at one point. Yeah. Uh, she was also in City Slickers, remember? Yeah, I know my Helen Slater movies. I think the problem with Supergirl is like. No one cares. Who gives a fuck about yeah. Supergirl? And it's the same with us that they've announced they're going to make a Batgirl movie, and it's like, I don't know if I give a fuck about Batgirl. They're enough. making a Batgirl movie so they can kill Batgirl on screen, that's why. Do you think that? And they can uh, Oracle, that's what they're trying to do. But it's just weird, and if anybody's going to pull it off, he's going to pull it Granted, off. Granted, yeah, I'll wait and yeah. see, I'll, I'll reserve judgement. He gets but female characters, yeah. it does so, yeah. But just now, there's an actual character, I don't care about Supergirl. It's, it's not it's not a misogynist thing, I'm not no. a misogynist, it's just... They're just characters that see, they, they, they kind of threw characters about in the seventies and eighties. It's like that's how you make all these characters and stuff. Yeah. Do we need a female Superman that can do everything that Superman can do? I think we need crypto. Do, I, want, I mean, honestly, I think that's where you should go. I want crypto in it. Yeah. I mean, that's where we I want do to not go. need crypto yeah, or the super fucking horse or the super. Well, maybe the super monkeys. Okay. Crypto could improve Superman four though. Um, I could improve Superman four, four. just by. <laughs> 
looking at the camera and saying nothing at all. <laughs> don't remember the scene properly, but it's actually one of the most frightening scenes in it from my childhood when the woman gets into the thing and she comes out as like kind of cyborg. Oh, that's that? free. That's that Superman free. free. She gets sucked yeah, in the machine. Talking about Superman. No, Superman four. Superman four. Now, oh. um, which was called Quest, Quest for Peace. Oh, no. Peace. Oh, the, the atomic oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, Lex Luthor came back in that one. Who Gene, played Lex Luthor in it? Gene Hackman. Hackman came back in that one. Why? I can't remember. Exactly. Why was Hackman in this movie? But this is like what eighty. So Hackman was an ar- Hackman was a, a established at that point. Hackman, oh, like, yeah, Hackman, that's what I'm getting. It was like Popeye's oil. It was a big. big it must guy. have been a paycheck. It's got to have been a paycheck. It must have been. Do you know, Atomic Man was actually written as Bizarro, but it just became too. Yeah, we can't do it. Can't do Bizarro. Really? Yeah. That'd have been better doing Bizarro. Absolutely. Bizarro's one of my favourite characters in the whole show. Atomic Man is terrible. Who played Atomic Man? I have no idea. I, I, I think I've seen this film once. Once. I've seen it three or four times and I'm kind of scared. Yeah, <laughs> because back in the day, all you had was that to watch. You're like, fuck I've, it, it's still was, Superman. Was that a hope? Yeah, yeah, to watch that. <laughs> um, right, what's after uh, the quest for peace? We have '89 Batman. Favorite fucking DC movie, right there. I agree. Love it. Michael Keaton still is. Keaton is my Batman. He's still. the definitive for me, Batman. Yes. Yeah. Nicholson, Ledger and Nicholson, it's close, it's very close, but Nicholson's Joker, yeah. It's a different, they're different characters. He is, yeah. Nicholson is playing the sort of the, the, the clown, the, the Joker, essentially. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ledger, when he comes to play, he plays a psychopath, a sociopath. He's playing that different. And it's two different, you've seen them in the comic books done both ways. Yeah. And both are equally terrifying, because they both, both really don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, and that's both kind of, yeah, yeah, you're on it, yeah, you're on it, you're on it. I think the only way they dropped the ball in that movie was the so firmly set it and time stamped it by using the print soundtrack. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel... Yeah. But it still works for the movie, but yeah, it does remind you you're in a, an era. Yeah, you're yeah. In, you're in, it's, it's not timeless. Right in that time, in that place, and there's no... But there's, a, there's nothing that don't work in it. You know, the fact you have the, the, I'm shooting the gun as well. You know, you don't like mm. to see Batman shooting things. That's yeah. not in it. But, you know, in these buses, Batman... It's a whole other thing. People go nuts about that. You shot loads of people in the comics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, back in the day... Like back in the day, was like he was a vigilante essentially. So he was shooting people. He was a detective, so he had a he carried a gun on him. Um, but yeah, now people have this idea that Batman doesn't kill. But Batman, no, it does. Um, I think it was the first time. Was that thing that we'd maybe seen that that gritty a superhero? Because it, it didn't. It was dark. Button made him dark. Yeah, he, he, mean, was, yeah. he was broody and he was mean and he. he Smash people up. Unless they were in his peripheral and he couldn't turn his well, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you stand to the side and you were, you were going. But um, no. on Button, like, was. I'm not, I, I can't remember Button's timeline. Was that after Beetlejuice or before Beetlejuice? That was. I'm going to say after. I think it was Beetlejuice. after. Fairly sure. I'm so, okay. going to check this fact check so you just can chat while so, I do that. It's a, it's, to go from, like, say, because obviously Button before that done Pee Wee's play, Pee Wee Herman's. Yeah. Big Day Out or something it's called, or Weekend Out or something it's called. Yeah, Pee-wee's Big Top Adventure in America, possibly. Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's the first Pee-wee Herman film, essentially, yeah. done, yeah. It should be known. I Pee-wee Herman know why you know that. You've seen Pee-wee Herman, actually. I don't know a lot of stuff. I don't know how I know I really like, he's got a new version, a new one out on Netflix, that's actually really funny. I really found it really good. Was he not involved in some kind of... Pee-wee Herman apparently was involved in something that we don't want to go into calling, but I think no, he was found no. innocent of it. There was it a bit of darkness. There's, there's some darkness with Pee-wee Herman, absolutely, yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, so but no, it was the first time Batman was like, you know, Batman punched people in the mouth properly yeah. and smashed and was this whole, there was a proper fear, but it was like, he's a scary fucking... Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking this came before Beetlejuice because the big thing about it, I mean, I'm obviously, 1989, I was four years old, so I don't actually know this, but 
everything I read the history of it was people were pissed off that Mr. Mom was playing Batman. Michael Keaton? It was actually, if, if they had the, the level we had just now, yeah. He, but he fucking silenced those guys. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Keaton, I mean, Keaton yeah, is... Yeah. They still felt it, apparently, to get thousands upon thousands of letters in protest. Yeah. yeah Would it be the equivalent of, like, say, Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool when you go, as a guy who's in, like, a lot of romantic comedies? Yeah. And then it's like... We had Beetlejuice in 88, and then Batman was a year later. So it was. And then it was Scissor Hands. So Batman. And then Batman Returns. So he hasn't really started. I mean, Beetlejuice is dark, but it's. It's more. It's a bit more lighthearted. Yes, kind of, yeah, so it's this fairy was. Whereas Batman was. It was dark. This is where kind of Buckner almost establishes his real gothic style. Yeah, yeah. This and maybe Batman Returns. It was like, like, here's my vision, and there was no. That, that, that's his. And it is every inch, as much as a DC, it's a, it is a Tim Burton film. Yeah. But. Like, it, it, it works, they come together well, Button Batman, it's, it's a cake and custard. It's also my favourite Batmobile as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, agreed, agreed. Possibly Batman Returns, which we'll get to in a minute. But it's same, no, it's, it's same, on the same linkage of the same idea of yeah. the car, it's my favourite car. And for Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton was amazing as Bruce Wayne. We're all good with this. So Batman, I think we'll forget Batman is our favourite. I think Batman, yeah, yeah. is still the definitive DC movie. Batman Returns, however, was... But before we get to no, before you get Batman Returns, sir, you've got Return of the Swamp thing in the same year, 1989. Ah, right, okay, which was overshadowed by Batman. <laughs> How did that happen? It's an odd piece of <laughs> scheduling. I'm assuming it was different. I think at this point DC had actually licensed a lot of stuff out. Possibly, yeah. So I don't think they actually owned the rights to, um, to Swamp Thing on on any other media. They had the comic book and that was about it. The Return of Swamp Thing might have been the one that we watched not Swamp Thing because they are pretty much interchangeable. Yeah. yeah, at any point Swamp Thing jumps out of the swamp, sees people and then goes back into the swamp. Yes, I think that's basically the <laughs> point of the Swamp Thing. That's the story thing. for both um, movies right there. But yeah, after that was a three year break and they come back with Batman Returns. Which I really, really enjoy. Um, I just think it holds up better people think it is. Definitely. It is to blame though for this theory of, oh you've got one villain, let's put in three villains and it'll be way better. So they, you had Max Shrek, Shrek, you have the Penguin, Penguin and Catwoman. And Ca- oh, yeah, Catwoman as well. But they pull it off better than every other version has done it. Totally. Yeah. So the three yeah. Max is more just to kind of establish Catwoman's background True, yeah. 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 it's definitely Penguin yeah. Catwoman movie it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a dual part but, yeah. no, I, I, but they made you care you cared about Penguin you were like kind of you felt for him you were like you know, this is a shame this poor guy is born with flippers abandoned and you kind of feel for him and when he did something bad you're like Okay, I, I, I get it. Okay, I get it. You can it. solve the age-old argument. Is it a Christmas movie because it's set in Christmas? It is a Christmas movie. Yes, yeah. Christmas movie only has, to be, only has to be set at Christmas. Yeah, to be well, honest, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the only rule behind a Christmas mm-hmm. film. That's the only rule. I think it was Michelle Pfeiffer's possibly performance of career. Mm. No, she totally took her old. It was on paper shit. No, Cat which one she plays a school teacher? Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous minds. minds. Yeah, I know how much. Which one she plays? Is it the uh, Baker Boys? Is she in that? Fabulous Baker Boys. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous yeah. Baker Boys. I would go with that. But she made Catwoman. She's the Catwoman that all oh, Catwoman are dressed by now. She's that. She's the. Not us. Not, uh, not um like the one from the TV Half show. Half a dick. Um, one for the TV show. No, because we can't remember, remember who she is. That's how you still go with Pfeiffer as your Catwoman. I think Pfeiffer's the definitive Catwoman. I think yeah. That'll be bit where she skips and the whip and oh my god. Keaton again kicks ass in it. Keaton is amazing in it. Yeah. He is yeah, the ultimate Batman. Bit more mobility in his suit this time yes. as well. Batmobile was cool in this one as well. I like that. Did they have anything else in this one apart from the Batmobile? Did they have anything else in? Did they have a plane in this one? Where it flies up to the clouds. Some point, yeah. 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 Could have been something like that with the next one that's coming up, which is derided by many, but it is the first Batman I can genuinely remember, which is Batman Forever. I don't mind Batman Forever. Because I was ten years old. That, 
Val Kilmer. Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. He was actually a really good Bruce Wayne, just not not Batman. Yeah. yeah. He also Tommy Lee Jones playing Two Face uh, and Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey playing the Riddler. Peak of his powers <laughs> being a great outlandish, like almost Joker level. He was actually good. It was just a shame. It's almost like you kind of see Tommy Lee Jones trying to outdo him by becoming him. So it's two of almost the same character. Tommy Jones did not understand the, the Two Face yeah. character yeah. at all. Um, also, the part of the story that. Jim Carrey saw Tommy Lee Jones in a restaurant while they were filming and went over to talk to him to say like thanks you know it's such great to work with you and Tommy Lee Jones stood up shook his hand and said I don't like you and I don't like what you're doing wow and then sat down apparently yeah apparently did not go on on set that's a dick thing to do yeah Jim Carrey's lovable he may not like what he's doing but he's fucking lovable isn't he like Jim Tommy Lee Jones I don't think he seems I think we're not he doesn't look like the most the happiest man to work with he seems like a very you never got the sense of two-faced you never got that duality where he's genuinely this guy who used to believe in justice you don't get it and he fucking stole Billy D. Williams role off him I mean I don't hold Billy D. Williams that much revered to be honest Billy D. Williams would have been as much Catwoman as Michelle Pfeiffer was. The thing I love about Forever it's got the hottest Nicole Kidman in it. Nicole Kidman who plays Dr. Chase, Chase Meridian, isn't yes. it? And what a grand pursuit you must be. Yes, <laughs> I love Nicole Kidman in um, this film. Because what happened to Vicky Vane? Dead. She, yeah, just, we'll dead. just dead. We assume the Batman girls are like Bond girls, they die yeah. off screen. You know, I actually wasn't a big fan of Kidman. You know, I like um, Kidman in that film. Trying to think of my favourite kind of. Bruce Wayne's wall would be probably probably Vicky Vale, yeah. Vicky Vale's your favourite? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Um, who was in Batman and Robin? Who was that? That was Elmer Ferson. Elmer Ferson, Alicia Silverson's in that as well. We're we'll going to that in a second. Right, okay. Um, we have to. We have we, to, yeah. I, I may put it, I, I'm a. Sto- I'm, I'm, gonna say I'm, I'm not, not going to go to war over it. But I will defend the Joel Schumacher Batman. I like Batman and Robin. Batman it's Forever I enjoy immensely. Yeah. I think it's actually it's a comic book film through and through. It's coming off the page. It is big, it is brash, it is colourful as hell. It doesn't really make that much sense for most of it, but I can enjoy it. And again, that's, it is my it's the first Batman I saw in, in a, a cinema. Sticks, I think yeah. if it hadn't come after Batman Batman Returns, it'd have been huge. It'd <laughs> have been, you know, that there's the mold, there's what we're doing. But yeah. Because it came after them, it just. Didn't. It's a total change in style, I agree. Yeah. Completely, yeah. Look at it, it's the first Batman I saw in the cinema. So it's the first time I've got any real. But do you think for. they were kind of going for. The 60s kitsch again? No, apparently they had. A, Button was attached to the director originally. And because he actually apparently was going to put Harley Quinn in it. Okay. And he wanted um, Courtney Love. She no, no, sorry, Courtney Love would have been Batman and Robin. That's what it was. She would have been fairly new, but in Harley yeah. Quinn, wouldn't she? Yeah, because she, she was only. Just, well, the, Batman and Robin was 97, so it would have been quite early on in yeah, Harley Quinn's career. career. But he would he'd tap Courtney Love to play it. But when Batman Fever went all. I don't know if it made money or not. I'm assuming it did make money. No, but made, I think it would have made money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's one of the films people will say they hate it at the time, but you watch it again, it actually holds up very well. Batman and Robin, otherwise? I like Batman and Robin. Because of Clooney? Yeah, Clooney Clooney's good, but I think it just, I think it, it's totally trying to be the 60s TV show, and people don't get yeah, that. Yeah, Clooney's playing a comedy. Yeah, That's when, when you're looking it. at Batmobile, it's got like, the kind of circular video screen with the, the, the kind of missioner's face coming over, and it's like just pure 60s, and the back cards, and the nipples, and... It's, it's just complete catch 60s nonsense and people just went nuts and like, do you know what? Fuck off and have fun. It, it's a Batman it. film with hockey in it, which I'm a yeah, fan of. Exactly. I'm a fan of hockey Fairly in any sense. Fucking bat suits yeah. and all sorts. Every gimmick you can imagine. Short of fucking sharp repair at 60s. I mean, he has a Batman credit card at one point. Yeah, exactly. It has nipples on it as well. <laughs> it's brilliant. It is. 
Robin's got a bike. I would genuinely like to see Clooney come back and maybe right now, he's at the right age right now, come back and play like sort of the Dark Knight Returns. He could, yeah. Because he's at the right age of an old Batman and just a sort of redemption of the character. He, he obviously had a night. He takes a lot of flack, it's not his fault. No! He done well with yeah, the script. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. He, he, he made a performance choice. If the director was not happy with that performance choice, all he had to say was like, no, we want to go a different way with this. He chose not to do Even, that. Even um, Chris O'Donnell was fine as well. He was alright as Robin. Was never right. spoken before. I did not mind. He will tell his Starbucks manager right now that someone said I was good in the film. He didn't do anything wrong. He was like his, his delivery was cheesy. Robin's delivery is fucking cheesy, anyways. He pops up in the fu- in uh, Batman Forever. That's what that's what his introduction is. He's first night, yeah, and then yeah. he becomes a bigger yeah. part, and then Alicia Silverstone pops up as Batgirl. She's Alfred's niece in it, wasn't she? She is Alfred's yeah. niece yeah. because Alfred's dying of something. English butler, does he? Yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Um, Silverstone, again, she was kind of riding high and close and stuff like that. She was yes. a big name back then. And on high on the Aerosmith video, I think. Yeah, possibly not the best person to cast as Batgirl. Uh, but. Yeah. It, it, fitted, it actually did fit in with that world, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, she, she but, all had fun doing it. So we're going to say it's a bad film, but we actually have some level of love and, for and it. I think it's interesting that it's almost, those four movies, it's almost the same mold as the first Superman movies, kind of serious, second one still, so it's same tone, introduce more villains, sillier and sillier. So mm. they've had this template there before, the scene didn't work. Why not learn from it? Yeah. keep doing the same yeah. mistakes, yeah. Um, on from that, this is one I, I'll be, maybe you've seen this one. Go for it. I was hoping Mr. Gill would be here with us today, who's not, because I imagine you would have seen this film. It? It's called Steel. With Shaq. Shaq. With Shaq. Shaq. Seen it? He's um, playing John Henry, isn't he? Yeah, John Henry. Yeah, yeah. Um, who becomes Superman at one point, if you read the Death of Superman comic books. Yeah, yeah, becomes four of them, Cyborg. And he's yeah, one of them. he's one of them, yeah. yeah. Do you remember this film? So this is called Steel. Steel. I have never seen this I one. have not seen it either. <laughs> It's it's horrendous. Is it? Is it? Is it I, don't know, I don't know the logic behind it. Is he a vigilante, isn't he? Shaq the basketball player? Yes. The, the, the North Korean basketball player? Apparently so, yes. <laughs> it's, basically, okay. it's basically him not acting, just speaking his lines in a costume that looks like it's a power range, but somebody forgot to paint it. Well, okay. And why did they make this movie? Shaq O'Neal. Shaq was the biggest star in the world. Yeah, and that, that was basically, we want a movie. That was only film. Because at 96... I wrong, I think he basically got to say it and what movie he was making yeah. from the studio and that's what he chose. That's I'm going to bet 1997 that came out, that would have been about the same time as Space Jam. Yeah. Mm, right, okay. So obviously yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. And there's also a few, wasn't one with the genie? The, the backup player playing the genie at some point? Was that Shaq as well doing that one? It may have been, yeah. So, also the thing of, let's make Basketball these guys... players, let's give them some screen time. We can blame Michael Jordan, I think is the point for that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Space Jam, <laughs> right there. I'm saying it, uh, fuck well, Space well, Jam. What we can tell is, Batman and Robin and Steel both came out in 1997. That essentially killed the DC Universe until 2004. Okay, and what came out in 2004? What do you think came out in 2004? What, what was the DC's return to the, the cinema screens? In 2004, DC... Hulk, Hulk's Marvel, Hulk's Marvel. you have just lost yeah, all the lost that I've gone now. I don't know. Catwoman. I've never seen Catwoman. Halle Berry Catwoman. Do you know why I've never seen it? Because it's terrible. Yes. It is utterly <laughs> awful. I've never seen I'm not going to spend any time on it. it it's, to beat that dead cat to death is even... even I'm not going to do really? it. It's awful. Is it that bad? It's not bad. Out of ten. Oh, it's a one. Out of five. Out of five. It's a, it's a <laughs> 0.2. Minus figure. Yeah. It's not even a one star that you can enjoy watching because it's so bad. It's just a bad Is Sharon Stone there? 
I believe so, yeah. So I've only seen it, I've seen it one and a half times. Right. So half I, times, I, I watched it once and I was on TV one night and I rewatched it. I'm like, oh, why the hell am I watching this? <laughs> like, one in the morning, I'm going, I'm different. I'm, there's no reason for me to stay awake to watch this film anymore. I've been set a challenge here, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I think you should try and watch it. It's one of the ones that will always, I think that and Steel would have been missing from anyone's like, sort of archive of DC films. For good reason. For good reason, yeah. <laughs> um, after that, a film that I think is getting reappraised now, because I think it's a better film to give a credit for, was Constantine. Keanu. Again, Keanu. Aquaman Syndrome, they took the name Constantine and put it in a different yeah. character. Why? Watch is a John Wick prequel. It holds up. <laughs> also, it's got Rachel Weisz in it. Rachel Weisz in it as well. Always watchable always. as well. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed Constantine. As did I. I did not mind it. Uh, so, Constantine, um, and yeah, I, was, I never really knew much about the character. Was no. the problem with Constantine. I mean, I the biggest issue is make him American for a start, a big issue. He is supposed to be Sting, essentially. Yeah. Was it meant to be Irish or Scouse? No, he might be a little Londoner. Is it Londoner? Yeah. Alright, okay. Apparently Alan Moore tells the story of he met the real Constantine. He met him? He bas- he's basically saying I think that Constantine is a real person who okay. does kill demons, who is a, a wizard. And he probably basically comic book kind of on him. Why? Why because we Alan Moore is fucking crazy. Why are we not why. finding this person? Yeah, Alan Moore is mental, that's why. But he writes good shit. He writes good shit, but he writes mental. Damn good shit. Um, but I think that's the problem with Constantine is no one knew and I've backed in the world and I went to see the movie come out thinking I didn't know what it was it's because it was a character that you never learned about it's a film based purely around Keanu Reeves' star power yeah and that does give it a lot but the film itself was, was weak but yeah. a, a weak but if you want to watch it actually better than you remember yeah I it think didn't deserve the kicking it got it's not a terrible movie no yeah, yeah. absolutely not um, next up the same year actually was the first of the Batman oh, the, the reboots um, by Batman Begins I'm actually forgetting the director's name right now. Who directed Batman Begins? Yeah. Um, Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Edit the time down for that, I want to remember fucking Chris Nolan. No, Nolan's we will leave that in, that's revenge for <laughs> the deleting shit last week. Um, not a big fan. It's generally my favourite one of the Batman films. Really? Of, not of the all Batman films, but of, of the, 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 the reboots. Yes. Um, I think it's the best film of them all. Took me about half a dozen viewings to like it. I, I, first time I watched it, hated it. Second time, meh. Third time, meh. Fourth time, meh, getting there. But five or it's six years. It's a great years. origin film, I think. I think it works well as an origin film. It has got the same problem that Nolan has got in every single one of these films. The third act does not make sense. Yeah. Which is a big issue I've got with Nolan just generally. These third yeah. acts don't make sense. But no, yeah. I like it the film. I think it's a really well done, really well told story. It's the film, it's not a Batman story. I think it's, it's, a, it's the least Batman film. Yeah, there's, there's, there's not a huge, it's not focused on let's get the costume and kick ass, no definitely, there's a lot of kind of character there and it lets Bruce Wayne breathe a bit, um, but no, I just, don't, don't I, it. I never, it, it's not bad and I say it to me, once I kind of did like it, I liked it and, and it still kind of, still holds up as a Batman movie, but now overall I'd probably say it's the strongest out of the reboots, but is a Batman movie, man. Not a fan. Not um, up after that was in 2006. Probably my favourite DC film coming up next, which is V for Vendetta. Is that DC? That is DC. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am a huge fan of the film. It's so I think we gel the poster on our living room wall, like framed it with V for Vendetta at one point. Because it's one of the films we actually genuinely watch every single year. Okay. Because I think it's an absolutely fantastic movie. Okay. I love the comic book and I really like the film as well. And we've got a crossover here because you've got Hugo Weaving playing both worlds, and he plays Red Skull, Red Skull as yeah. well. Don't know how I feel about that. 
There are actually scenes in V for Vendetta where it is Stuart Armstrong play who is a guy who is supposed to be not only did he Stuart Armstrong is the guy who got recast as V and V Vendetta he's also the guy who recast as Aragorn in Lord of the Rings why? apparently he just wasn't right for the role right okay I don't know if, I know that's the reason for the given Lord of the Rings right the V Vendetta what I don't know is it was a personal issue between him and the director or something but he was, recast, he was in the role there's, open, there's scenes in the film where he is in the mask right and then they recast it during the Ball film and they put the weaving in it yeah but then Weaving spits out that dialogue. Behind, ah. He's acting from behind a mask, and, and you still believe every fucking word they Yeah, yeah. It's generally my favourite DC film. I love that movie. Tell like me more. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, I don't know. I, I like the story. Obviously, one thing. Um, I like performances in it. I think it works really well as a movie. I'm, I'm a big fan of dystopias. Mm-hmm. You know things. You know like things like Children of Men, Beef yeah. I like stuff where it's like a really messed up future. Um, and I think that tells the story really well. Portman was good in it. Portman's as well. good in it as well. You've also got Stephen Fry in it as well. Mm-hmm. I forgot he was in there. Yeah. You've got a few guys. A guy who plays the TV presenter, whose name I can't remember, I'm blanking on his name right now. Also, excellent. The guy who plays a cop as well. I think it's, I think it's a really well told story. And it's yeah. one of the films that, if it's on TV, I'm even 10 minutes, even an hour into it, I will sit and watch the end of it. So, you reckon that's your favourite DC movie? My favourite DC yes. movie overall. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a great, no, great movie. And you wouldn't know it's a, a, a comic book, really, I don't think. I think I've read the comic book. The comic book's damn good as well yeah comics excellent yeah. Um, but in the film falls pretty much the comic book almost it exactly does, yeah, yeah. So it's faithful to it so faithful yeah, to, yeah. read it if you can watch it if you have it's the Wyskowski brothers that, um, producing it not, not um, directing Richard, it okay, sisters or sisters sorry yeah. <laughs> at the time I believe they were brothers at the time but they're sisters now they have a toy with idea same year that came out Superman Returns came out mm. right okay um, Superman Returns fuck what happened to Superman if you watch that film, obviously Brian Singer is a massive Richard Donner fan. Yeah. He is making a love letter to Richard Donner. Superman. Yeah. And not Richard Superman, to Richard Donner yeah. Superman. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Which is fine. Because if you watch the film you've enjoyed recently, like say for example Star Wars, J.J. Abrams Star Wars, mm-hmm. that is a love letter to Lucas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you watch any Tarantino film, that's a love letter to the films that he loved as well. Any director's doing this, they're making films to the people they loved in the past when they were younger. Mm-hmm. The problem with Superman Returns is, it doesn't have anything in it that makes it unique or makes it its own. It's just, it's boring. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's fucking a man who can stop a plane falling out of the fucking it's got sky. In the same way that Phantom Menace has got the best lights in the This is one of the best of man scenes when he catches a fucking plane boring. out of the sky. Bullets bounce off his eyeballs. And, and it's, it's dull. Fucking dull. Brandon Roof is... I like Brandon Roof, he's really good in like, his moral. He looks the part. He's yeah. got a charm in him he, as well. Yeah, he, but he, he's, I don't know, maybe it's I his... I think it's what we said the other, it lacks... Clark Kent. Clark Kent, yeah. He's, he's a very kind of stoich, kind of upright Clark Kent. He's yeah. not fun and stuff like that. He's not got the clumsiness and the bumbling and stuff like that. I think also it's something the thing, they, they retell the origin again, and I know they have to do yeah. something, but... Yeah. Anyone who's going to see a Superman film who does not know the origin of Superman, where have you fucking been? Yeah. An issue, yeah. You yeah. don't really need that part of the story. And that, that should have a good half hour of that film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Some the, the plane scene was amazing. Plane scene, it no, was a bit with a bullet bouncing off yeah. his eyes. Visually, some of it was, yeah. heavy, it was just again. Also, it, I mean, it's just a, it's the same film as the first one. The supermarket. It's a real estate scam again. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, I was not a fan of as like before. Kevin Spacey was alright. He just wasn't given a lot to do. He was yeah. just man. I like the fact that Parker Posey in it, she played his mall, I like her in it. Parker Posey, yeah. I like Parker Posey in anything. Um, but nah, not fine. I played Lewis Lane in it. Lewis Lane was... Oh, it's a good shout. I can't remember. No? Okay, that's cool. I can't remember who it was. 
That's right, right. So, so is that Jennifer Connelly? Am I wrong with Jennifer Connelly? I think no. I yeah. mean, very forgettable anyway. She yeah. didn't, who was it now? That's going to annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. I don't know who that right. was. There's Jill can look that up. Yeah, well, who so, Superman Returns, who played Lois Lane? So what was after Superman Returns and the, the DC Journal? That was the Dark Knight. I'm going to say, if anyone listens to this, I would say 95% of people would say their favourite DC film would be The Dark Knight. Heath Ledger's what made The Dark Knight what it is, yes. and his performance in it is amazing, but all than that, yeah. Third Act falls away from me again. And again, it's, a Nolan, it's an issue with Nolan overall, but it's just, just I, I just think whenever Ledger's Kate not in Bosworth. Kate, Kate Bosworth, Bosworth. that's who played Lois Lane. Again, no one really cares about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, Led, Ledger was amazing, and that was the problem, was when he wasn't on the screen, the film was just like, man. Ledger has about as much screen time in that film as... Anthony Hopkins has in Silence of the Lambs. The difference is that in Silence of the Lambs, the film itself just sustains without him. Mm-hmm. In The Dark Knight, it doesn't sustain it doesn't, as well. Yeah. It's still a great film. It still works really well. It's still a four-star movie for me. But I know people like who are my friends, friends I know who absolutely adore that film from start yeah. to finish. Um, I think it seems to be the the, the, the favourite out of the trilogy reboot. Yeah. That's the one everyone kind of goes to. Yeah. But I think it's because of Ledger, where people want to... And it's a chunky film as well. It's well over two hours that film yeah, as well. It kind of chunky, chunky movie. Not a fan of that trilogy. No, it's not. Sh- I don't mind it. Sh- I think you missed the point of a, a superhero movie. If you try and make it grounded, you're kind of missing the whole point of escape. You want to see fantasy? Agreed. Yeah. After that was Snyder's first run at the DC Universe. Watchmen. Yes. Watchmen. I seen the cinema and I took a big crowd of people and I was so excited by seeing um, Dr. You, Manhattan's penis. Were you with anyone in the cinema who you feel you know, awkward sitting next to? Oh no, I was pointing out to everyone. No, not, not the penis, but the, 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 the very, very long sex scene that happened in that film. Over no, the, no, no, I'm comfortable with that. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm a kind of guy watching the banana. Not, even I, I think I was watching it with Jill and I was not comfortable watching that. No, I'm, I'm, I felt awkward. I'm, I'm, Watchmen, first time I seen it in the cinema, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And then I watched it in DVD and I thought, this isn't so amazing. No. I don't know what happened. Something it has just a phenomenal off. opening with the Bob Dylan song. Yeah. I think it really worked. They, they tell the whole, basically tell the alternate history of the world in the space of about five minutes. Watchmen. Aye. And it, it worked amazing, brilliantly. Yeah. And it's a, if you've ever read the book, it is a, it's a, an almost, yeah, I've read the book as well. almost unfilmable book. They got a lot in there. Giant octopus. No giant octopus. No giant octopus in the movie. That is the thing that annoys the most out of me. There's no giant. I want a giant octopus. If you put a giant octopus in your book, I want a giant octopus on screen. Okay. I want myself a kraken. That's what I want. And that annoys me. And you know what? Guardians of Galaxy Two proved you can do that. You can put a giant octopus on screen and people will believe it. Yeah. Um, I think Rorschach made the film. If he Rorschach stole the film again, and not yeah, because you're his double. Is that why you're you like him in that film? What's yeah. his name? Um, Haley, Jackie, Jackie Haley Osmond or something. Jackie Freddie Krueger. Yeah. But he he was amazing. Every time again, you watch Rorschach, and you, even when he's got the mask off, you're so yeah. involved in his character. I like Silk Spectre as well. I like particularly nineteen fifty Silk Spectre, just from a purely visual standpoint. I think she does it for me. And the comedian was comedian uh, very good as well. Good as well, a boy from Walking Dead. Yes, um, he was. He was good. Yeah. But overall, just unre- I've watched that a few times since. And Again, chunky. Yeah. Really chunky. Yeah. Like two hours thirty, two hours forty, something like that. It really doesn't yeah. weigh in heavy. It's a common Snyder problem, though. He doesn't know how to condense yeah. and get to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Visually, it's amazing. Though. Looks I mean, beautiful. No one can fault Snyder's visual yeah. ability. You know, he is a fantastic visual director. And there's parts in it that's just lifted straight from the comics. Yes. Fucking visually perfect. But yeah. no giant octopus. No giant octopus. Very chunky. Great soundtrack, though. Apart from the chemical yeah. romance. 
cover all the. Um, we got Desolation Row at the end of it. What did they cover? Was the end song of the film? I don't They cover basically. Mike and Romance cover a Bob Dylan song at the end, and that was like, oh, it just sounded awful. Again, it's a. They were big back then. They were big back then, I agree, but still, but something you could it's do. It's not a bad film. Just it's a hard rewatch. I would say first I time visually, you're like, wow, this is a you've feast, and then got to really want to sit down and watch that film. You don't, yeah. you don't just watch it on a like, you don't just sit and go, I'm going to fancy it for a wee hour. It's, it's a chunky film to watch for yeah, a long time. Definitely. Um, after that, Watchmen, we came. This is. Two, they came out in 2000 and 2000, um, which was The Losers. I've not seen The Losers. Not seen it? No. Good film. Is it French? No. Okay. That's Why is it French? <laughs> That's, I don't know. That's all I've got to contribute. Um, it's hard to describe The Losers. I've only seen it a couple of times, but I really like it. Chris, um, Chris Evans is good in it as well. Decent film. Watch it. What's um, Mystery Men? Is that DC? No, DC is just completely okay. random. It's just our own, its own world. Okay. Um, same year that 2000 came out was Jonah Hex. Tried to watch it and I did not. <laughs> it is a tough, tough yeah, watch. Yeah, I, I didn't like I it. I think I managed about 20 minutes. So that exactly one of the two hardest ones to watch. Yeah, which is because on paper, Jonah Hex, that badass cowboy who's been cursed in the Wild West. And done fairly well. Well, the TV show, Legends yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. they've done it and they put him in and he's really good in it. Yeah, and it's just a boring fucking a boring. Movie. And the guy, who's the main guy in it again? Um, it's not Brolin, is it? Is it Brolin? Plays Jonah I Hex? think it may be Brolin. Yeah, yeah. Brolin, yeah, yeah. He's, he's dull. Which and Brolin is not a dark. No, he's definitely he's a not. Good actor, I like so. Brolin as an actor, yeah. Yeah, it's um, a forgettable year for DC right fucking yeah. Yeah, you followed up with the um another bad one, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> no. Um really bad movie, but the first time I seen it was in cinema where I took my son to see it. And the kids like it? Yeah, because it, it's this guy with a cool ring making cars out of nothing. Yeah, if you're a kid it's like mind candy, it's amazing. Yeah. And even when I was with my son seeing it, I think I was swept along by his enthusiasm for it and the kind of O's and A's, and I really enjoyed it. Then I rewatched it and thought, fuck, I'm an idiot. I got yeah. that wrong. Yeah. You're watching it going and you realise that the Hal Jordan is the least interesting character in that film. Because yeah. everyone else is going, they're all more badass than him. Why are they yeah. care about him? Like, why are they giving a shit about him? Well, is, he, is he the most powerful one? No, he's not the most powerful yeah. one. You know, so, what's my reason to care about this guy? And was Reynolds that big back then? Did they have the star power he's got now? No, definitely not. Yeah. Reynolds at that point had done like Van Wilder and a couple of other... Blade 3. Yeah. Blade 3 was sort of his introduction to being yeah, I am a badass. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, after, but the, yeah, that was about it. Was um, Wolverine out before that? Wolverine Origins was that out? Maybe? Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, so he'd done that as well, but he's only in that for like five minutes yeah. and he said he'd do that because he loved the character. But I don't think Greenland's... I think what they're trying to do. They're trying to take a guy that wears a fucking ring and turns nothing into something where fucking ring. I think that's something again for the director did not understand the, the source material. Possibly, yeah. And it's a guy who directed Zorro and also Which is a good, a good movie. Goldeneye as well. His name I'm blanking on right now. He's a solid good director, but just never really got just it. Just missed the mark with yeah. that. Um, I, but I don't hate it as much as other people do. Okay, I do hate it. It's a terrible film. <laughs> I hate it. I hate an awful film. <laughs> And I yeah. love that comic. Yeah. After that one, The Dark Knight Rises. Shit. I saw this film five times at cinema. Yeah, you did. I saw this at midnight, I think, when it first came you out. Regret that now, I do regret that I also yeah. saw it, no, what's my name? 6am we saw it when it first came out, to Lime America. And we also saw it twice in one day. Yeah. I hated it more with, it. I, I disliked it more with each watch. Yeah, definitely. The problems that showed up in it, was too much. And this is the problem with the, that um, we've talked about earlier on. It was grounded originally in the first two of them, it was grounded in the more reality. And this one they tried to bring sort of more 
extravagant elements, but they bring the stuff like the glider and things like that, and you go like, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah, it's too gimmicky, maybe? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either be realistic or don't. Yeah. Well, I loved it. You loved it, Jim loved it. Tom Hardy was fucking dreadful. I'm not going to listen to Tom Hardy's the best thing in that, that film. Acts. I don't understand one word he's saying. I like, that's what I like about him. You don't understand what he's saying? I like his one. I like his voice. It's his voice. It could be tell me to stroke his voice. The voice works really well. The voice is so. The voice works, it's, 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 it's intense power behind it, but also there's intelligence behind it. It's not a brutish voice. And I will often use it as a lovely, lovely voice. Sounds like somebody's fist him in the face with a fucking huge cock, and that's why he No, it doesn't sound like that. It does, quite a bit. That, being as quotable in that film as Sean Conrad and Indiana Jones. Quote me, being. Quote you, being in that film. Um, you were born in the darkness, I know. You, are you going to do a Bane accent? I can't do a Bane accent, no, no, no. <laughs> I like being that film, it's the best favourite part of that film. But um, again, Third Act falls apart again for me. Totally. I think by this point, Nolan had gotten out of control, because no one wants to say to Nolan, fucking rap. Yeah, it. Nolan's directing it, he's writing it, he's editing yeah, it, he's everything. doing everything. Nolan needs, and also because he made so much money in the first two, he was given free reign, and there was no one to say, yeah. no, back and off. He's, he's carried on, he's done it with Inception as well, and no one that wants to say, like, just enough, no one. Yeah. You know, you're a good director, but you know, listen to We this. do seem to be the only two people in the world who are not fans of Nolan universally. Yeah, I mean, I like him, but I just think he needs reined in. I think he crafts stories that are so complicated, doesn't he doesn't leave room to cut it. He understands it. I don't. Yeah. There's a lot of shit I'm like, that's clever. He doesn't even have to trim yeah. stuff down, because yeah. he needs to explain it too much, and then yeah. it becomes... Yeah. yeah. But you know what I really love is the prestige. It's a great movie. You know, again, it yeah. falls away at the end. You don't know how to get in. Mental, same. mental as well. Yeah, the same. Ah, yeah. Again, it just kind of builds in, kind of dips away. Yeah, but um, he just, yeah, he needs rained in. Oh, I'm inside. I need to make a movie together. Just go all fucking mental over the top. Into the next lot. This is when we start up on the um, the new DC EU. This the, is the last the four movies now. Yes. So we're starting with Man of Steel. Ah. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> I have anger issues towards this. This is a film with Kevin Costner and I don't like it. And that is that is a rarity in this world. That, yeah. yeah. I love everything Kevin Costner does universally. Regardless of what else he's in, and I also love Kevin Costner. Russell Crowe Crow and Costner. And it's shit. It really is kind How of dull. How can you make fucking a bad movie? Because he misses the point. You don't need a dark Superman. You've got Batman. That's what he's yeah. for. He misses the point. He's like a beacon of hope and yeah. it's light-hearted. And he's not even dark. He's just a mopey bastard. He's a mopey bastard, yeah. Yeah, it's just feeling... Stop feeling sorry for yourself. You can fly, you prick. It's, it's odd, because that film... It made a lot of money, yes. I think I believe it made a lot of money. But mm. critically panned. Totally panned, yeah. Totally panned, right. Yeah. If that had happened to one woman, for example, made a lot of money but critically panned, Patty Jenkins is not making another movie. No. Whereas that film, he's still making. Snyder's still making films. Yeah. It, it seems a really odd way of working. I, I know it's, we can get into gender politics at any point during this, but it does. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's odd. Totally. Just no rein him in. Somebody say, look, fucking stop. Surely, who's the studios for it? Like Marvel Studios, they, they would have the tendency to say to a bad director, you know, fucking stop now. Yeah. It? Snyder just says, like, yeah, DC seems to be the place if you want to write a comic book movie and have your own vision of it, well, they're happy to yeah, let you do it. But there's listen there, there's fucking like, 80 years of vision, use that, don't you? Yes. Fucking make your own you know, scenarios. Amazingly, DC did not rein him in, one yeah. of us did not rein him in, and they let him back at the back again, um, yeah. with Batman v Superman. Martha. Who's Martha? Yeah. Fuck's sake, that's who Martha is. We can agree that was, again, a, a, a film with Batman v Superman you don't love. That to me is... Totally likes it, uh-huh. Aye, it's like Batman versus Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to do much for it to make us like it. We were, and that, I guess, when we do, when we have to these films that we, we, we don't like, 
we are the, the audience film. We want to love these films. Yeah, but we do want to do these films. These are the ones we want to like. Yeah. And if we don't like it, you've really messed up. Yeah. In a big, big way. And Henry Cavill was not a bad actor. They got a shit performance from Superman from him. Affleck. I liked Affleck as Batman. Affleck was good in it, but the film was such a mess that he got scared from yes. it, which is a shame. It's that film was originally written as a Man of Steel sequel. Yeah. Um, and then basically, because Man of Steel did not do as well critically, and there was a lot of sort of bad favour towards the new one coming out, mm-hmm. they decided to make it a Batman vs. Man one. It was only right. announced at Comic Con. They, right. they make it a Batman vs. So Superman it was film. almost an afterthought. It was yes. like panic. What can we do to make this better? Let's throw Batman in here. That's basically. Oh, yeah. you can, I think you can feel that because they don't really intersect much in the film. No, they don't. What's the movie that's got the Easter egg and predicts it? I am Legend. I am Legend. Yep. There you go. There's a bit when he's, going, when he's walking through the city. There's a big massive poster. It's like Batman vs Superman coming in. And I think it's more. It's a similar logo as well. Exactly the same logo. Because it's a logo from the comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, same year, they also followed up with Suicide Squad, which was probably the best of the new kind of franchise so far. It, had it wasn't a, good. It was awful, dude. I, I the editing was terrible. terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Have you seen the director's cut? Does it? No. I've won- it I've makes a lot of... It does it's not the Suicide Squad or Brave Batman Vista Suicide Squad? It's, okay. It makes it a better movie. Does Both ha- directors cut do help them, but it still doesn't save it from yeah, being, you can't, being you, you can't argue that, because the whole point is, the film you put in the cinema, that's when it's defined as a film that came out. Yeah, you shouldn't have to wait six months to buy a DVD yes. that shows you the film that it should have been, instead of the shit you watched. Yeah. We recently rewatched Suicide Squad, in the hope that when I first saw it, it might have been an... Maybe I'd, I'd been too harsh on it. I had not been too harsh no, on it. Never, never done it, it, is, it is awful. I had some more eight touches in it, but yeah, overall, it was a complete, it was a superhero movie, or anti-hero movie, it was, yeah. It's just, as a film, structurally it's wrong. It introduced the same characters three times. Yeah. I think they ruined the Harley Quinn character, just making her a sex object. Margot Robbie. Margot was lovely, I'm not but they make, and also they totally screwed up her relationship with the Joker by having him, like, electrode her. I that liked his joke. bits I enjoyed really was their backstory, joking. Yeah, and I liked him as a joker. I hate him Red as a joker. He seems to be real divisive, doesn't he? It's like love or hate, there's no kind of... Uh, I, I liked him. The problem with it, his story in the film it makes no difference in the actual plot itself. You take the Joker story out of that film, it's exactly the same movie. Yeah, it does, doesn't... He's there because he's the Joker. We uh-huh. need to have, it's Batman, we need the Joker. Th- yeah. th- that's it. That's basically it, yeah. The point of and the build-up to it as well. He kept leaking his little bits about the method acting and the stuff he was doing yeah. and sending the gifts, so you expected something phenomenal. Massive, yeah. yeah. And, the trailer, and the trailer as well sold it well as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a really good trailer. What did they have? Like, five minutes of screen time, Joker, maybe? Oh, I talking minutes. If that, you know, it's ten minutes at most. It's it's short. So they were really you almost get more of Margot Robbie's legs and you get the Joker. Yeah, they yeah. were selling on, here's the Joker, and yeah. it's like, yeah, but we're not going to give you one. It's obviously a lot as well that there's not any guarantee that Leto's coming back to play the Joker in this universe. I hope he does. I hope he doesn't. I don't mind. I hope they shit can him. I think it's tearing out of all the big characters that people I enjoyed was the, the woman that played Amanda Waller and Joker in me. Who? The two, two people with no powers, we know, do you know what I mean? That's uh, the ones I enjoyed most. I like the, they didn't ignore the character really enough for me. The girl, I can't remember her name, the one who got the katana with her, the soul of her dead yeah. husband in it. Yeah. Like, that's a story there. Like, let's hear it. this girl. I want to see her instead <laughs> to use her as a kind of almost throwaway backup yeah. character. Yeah. I mean, not as throw as the guy who's the climbing guy who'd have killed in the first two minutes of the film. They'd actually yeah, done something. her better in Arrow, don't you remember? She was in Arrow. Yes. And they'd actually been looking to use Harley Quinn at one point to see a wee back shot, and then they said, no, we're making the movie. We can't use the characters anymore and just dropped it. So we're, we're going to do a Suicide Squad as part of the Arrowverse. Yeah. There you go. So mm-hmm. overall, 
it's a lot of this 29 DC films. 29 DC You're still going with your favourite of all is Batman. Is, is Batman is, is my favourite. Um, then Batman returns and possibly Wonder Woman. Nice. Yeah. Burn was up at that high for you? Yeah. yeah. Genuinely. Really, really good. I hope, I really genuinely, my wee heart hopes that this is the turning point for DC. Nice one. Yeah. Now, we are running really long right now, but yeah. then our mess up from last week will make us a longer one, Colin, okay? Okay. okay we'll, 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 we'll be very really quick on the next two couple of films. Okay. Uh, the next one I saw was Baywatch. Baywatch. Baywatch is right. The Rock. I fucking love The Rock. Things you might like about The Rock. Zac Efron. I love he Zac Efron. Lot of, he's got a lot of tram right now, yes. He's got those eyes. And then the rest yeah. of the cast have got exactly 0.1% body fat. Yeah, because it's Baywatch. It's Baywatch. Don't be so, so bad, right? Have you seen Baywatch? Baywatch? I have seen the Baywatch TV show. You know the source material? I know the source material. Okay. And this is my problem with it. <laughs> what do you remember the Baywatch TV show? Slow motion. Slow motion running, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, very PC, very PG. I do yeah. remember that. I remember the slow motion, motion running. I know it was a family it's show. It's family friendly. Yeah, so why are they night. making a Baywatch film? I mean, I'm not saying Baywatch is, is a great show because it's not, it's not, you know, this is not Charles Dickens by any stretch, right? <laughs> why are they making Baywatch into a 15 movie? Could you make it faithfully as a family friendly movie with morals and standards and make it you could probably Not, not... A PGOU film, make it a 12. 12 anyway. Make it a 12 yeah. Get all the audience in. Okay. I, the, number one, this film's written by a guy called Seth Gordon. Do you know this guy? Always no. He's done Horrible Bosses. Which, oh, that was the one where, um, not James, but Sella Frankel. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. You're thinking of him. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Horrible Bosses got, that's like Chris Pine in, I think, is it not? He plays. Yeah, one of them, yeah. And uh, Jennifer Aniston as well. Yes. Yeah. It's also, he also wrote the Identity Thief. Is that really one with Dan Ma- McCarthy or No, Melissa McCarthy and oh, no, Bateman. Oh, no. It's pretty dull. It's, it's a very generic comedy. It could have been done better. Okay. Um, he also directed, for, <laughs> what it, for what it's worth, he directed a film called King of Kong, Fistful Quarters. Which you like a lot. I, you a, have raved about that film. This is a documentary about a guy trying to get the highest score on King Kong. It's a true story, but it's set back in the 80s, and it's basically... It's is it Donkey what, Kong, isn't it? Yeah. Donkey Kong, yeah. yeah, on the big, proper stand-up arcade machines. Mm-hmm. It is a phenomenal documentary. Which like, one is that? It's called King of Kong. No, I've not seen that. I think it's, it's on, it's on, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I'm sure it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen in my life. I absolutely adored it. It's got kind of everything you want from it. It's got a, a real kind of, like, a, 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 a sort of working-class hero. It's got the douchebag sort of, like, enemy in it as well. It's got everything, and it's a proper documentary. See, see why we're talking DC and documentaries? Have you seen the documentary about them trying to make the Superman movie with Nicholas Cage? Superman Lives? What about Hampton Superman Lives, that one? Yeah, yes. yeah. Very joyful. I've not seen that. Is it good? It's good, because you can Smith telling his version of what you want to do with it as well. Spiders and polar bears. Spiders and polar bears. Gives you a kind of insight as to what goes on behind the scenes as well, the corporate... And do you see Cage with a silver? Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, he's doing the costume test. No, yeah. looks horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cage but you, you see, you're getting there, you're getting about to get any kind of, you don't interview Cage, they interview Butler, don't they? Yeah. Yes, you don't interview Cage. Cage. But you hear Cage talking like in behind the scenes stuff in the film, and they're talking about how um, Cage is to his interpretation of the character, like a guy who was standing there as Clark Kent, but he'd a joke two miles away. <laughs> so he would laugh at that because he's Superman, he can hear people's conversations. Yeah. I mean, Cage, Cage thought, would have been fucking amazing. I mean, Cage loves that. Cage's yeah. called kids called Kal-El, hasn't Did he? Cage not have? It was the producer that he started wanting. The guy went on to do um, Wild Wild West. Yes, yes. And he, the, he was adamant, and Superman had to be a giant robotic spider for yeah. seven years. Yeah. And eventually, he got it in that movie. Also, like polar bears as well. Yeah. Is there not yeah, a story for Nicholas Cage? Did they not have like, the first Superman that got stolen? 
Helt tyndt, Frank. Og han ikke gør det bakfigur. Ja, jeg synes, det er den sjældeste, han gør det bakfigur. Ja, jeg synes, det er sjældeste, han gør det bakfigur. Ja, jeg synes, det er sjældeste, han gør det bakfigur. Ja, jeg synes, det er sjældeste, han gør det bakfigur. Ja, jeg synes, det er sjældeste, han gør det bakfigur. Sunday, 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 I thought that at first. The audience I was sitting with were of a younger audience as well, sort of like maybe early, like late teens, 18, 19, 20s. It was a laughter free zone. How can you not like The Rock? The Rock in this film is again very charming because The Rock can do charm. We know The Rock can do charm, there's no issue with that. What The Rock cannot do is improvisational comedy. Is it improvised? It feels like that. It feels like you're doing like an old, like. Here, we've got a script, but by the way, you know, fam, do what you want, feel, see, see what feels good, can't do it. This film has got about six writers attached to it. Okay. I shudder to think. So, the plot of a Baywatch movie yeah. is basically they're drowning, saved and done. This has probably got six writers attached to it. I shudder to think of many guys who are, atta- who are involved in this film, but have not got credit on it just because of the union and side rules. I think there's been shot around by a lot of people trying to find it. It's basically a lot of this SML sketches, but they're bad SML sketches. Some way to try to edit it again to make a movie, and they have failed miserably in the movie. But, 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 Zac Efron is handsome. He's very handsome in it, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's yeah. all you're looking for, then you're yeah, going to get a lot. He's basically like shirtless for most of the film. Yeah, he's basically playing Ryan Lochte. Remember the guy, the swimming guy from America who went crazy? And mm-hmm. He's basically playing that the guy. So, I would go and see it just for that. No, don't go and see it. I don't want to see it. No, I feel they just saw 21, 22 Jump Street. Yes. Let's jump in that bandwagon. What's another property we can take? Make yeah. 21 and 22 Jump Street show that if you get the right talent behind the film, mm. they get Lord and Miller behind it, you can find comedy in that and you can make it up to date but also work. But it's not poking fun. It's still no. reverence towards the material. Yeah, yeah, it still works. This is good, basically people who are not talented enough to write a good joke doing it. And what annoys me more about it, not the fact that it's bad and it's been out for, now for three weeks and it's still chewing up fucking too many cinema screens, is there's a film out this week called, or last week's called The Red Turtle. Have you heard of this film? No, is it? Sounds a bit wrong. Is it an adult film? It is an adult film. Red <laughs> Turtle is the first film from Shiro Ghibli. Live action? No, it's not live action, it's, but it's directed by a guy not from Japan. So it's getting really good reviews. Okay. Is it on any kind of local cinemas to us? No. Do you know why? Get frickin' Baywatch is on. Here's a cheeky question. Is the Hoff in Baywatch? The Hoff is in Baywatch, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they can't not have them. Totally. The Hoff is in it. Tom Anderson's in it. And this is not a spoiler because it's actually in the credits. Was it? They actually get told these people will appear in the film. It's like, like oh my god, look who we got. It's I like, didn't know this. I'm like, wow. To be fair, those two will pretty much do anything for a fiver, uh. so they're going to be in it. What annoyed me more was, no, you asked me Yeah, Pamela Anderson was in um, Big Brother in Australia, remember? That's true, yes. So I like Pamela Anderson. Literally do anything for yeah. for cash. It's an awful film. I cannot, if I be people wondering enough, not to go and see it. It's my least favourite film of the year. 
including chips. You know what I'm going to do now, don't you? You're going to go watch the film, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to like it. Just despite me. Yeah, it is an awful, awful, awful movie. I still a triple bill with that and Wonder Woman and also My Life of the Closet. Oh, Zucchini if you're American. Zucchini if you're American, which is a stop motion film from France. Okay. It's only about an hour and a bit long, an hour and five minutes long, so it's very brief for all the amount of effort involved in these films. is unbelievable. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a lovely, lovely story about a boy kind of suffering with trauma, kind of the death of his mother. Um, it'll get you right in all the right places. Yeah. It's a really, it's a good watch. It's been redubbed into English. They've mouth movements all kind of relatively match up so you're not missing out on anything you're not, yeah. it's not one of the films you know, it's not like the Ghibli film if you watch it in Japanese it's infinitely better yeah. than if you watch it in um, then it's translated, the, the translated into English yeah. um, but no it's worth, it's not going to be on for long obviously because it's, yeah. it's a spot art, motion film art, art house, art house yeah. film um, if you can find it it'll be on Netflix I'm sure soon it's only an hour and a bit long it is totally so worth seeing so my life as a Cougette or Zucchini depending <laughs> where you want to buy it from um, but no, it's just a lovely, lovely happy time. I love stop motion films. Cool. Because I think just the, just the bit of time and effort yeah. involved in these things are amazing. Hit and miss for them. I appreciate the art and the effort yeah. that goes out of them, but I get a bit kind of. Like Kubo yeah. last year was fantastic, I thought. Million, maybe. Kubo was a fantastic yeah. You know the guy who made Kubo? Do you know, he, you know he, who he is? His dad is the. I believe it's the, the, he runs. His dad owns Nike. And Rallin, and he's always oh, around have a trust fund. He's got a trust fund, he can, he can go and work on Nike's board if he wanted to. Which kind of makes sense because you can see that movie, it's a labour of love. Yes. It's not because he needs to. So he's taking his money, and rather than putting Rally's going and you know, hanging out on yachts with supermodels, which he might do as well, I don't know. Yeah. On the side. On the side. Yeah, side. He's playing it into this almost dying art form, you know, which I think is really nice that he's trying to keep this out from my life. I yeah. loved that movie. Yeah. Loved that also remember Anim- Animal Lisa last night? Last year Animal Lisa was. Puppets having sex is a bit freaky. Probably the sexiest puppets you've seen in your life. You know, it was, I'm it was, still it was, a bit uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable watch at times, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a good film. It's like Mr. Sock Puppet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, don't like it. No, it's fine. I liked it, it was just puppets having sex kind of messing with <laughs> it. Have you not done that? With, what was that? The World War? The Team Well, Team America. That's done for laughs. This one's done more as a. No, this was done. This was like a proper series. This is sexy. Sexy. Yeah, this like, actually worked. Proper. Thing with that. Puppets have needs. Yeah. Like, no one was smirking. No one was smirking. Well, we were smirking. I was. I was ashamed. <laughs> I felt dirty. I like that film. That's a really good film. It was a good film, but yeah. just the one. And Melissa. Bring you saw with me. No. With the stop motion. Right. Me, David Quayle is playing the main character. Doesn't I think so. Yeah. So what was the film we saw with? Um, with a guy that went away to the hotel or something? That one? Yeah, that's yeah. that one, yeah. yeah. I did see that one then. Yeah. And is that not Lobster? No, Lobster's a different film. Jill knows, Jill loves I'm the Lobster. I need to see Lobster. Jill, Jill, love Jill loves yeah, the Lobster. If you've yeah. not seen the Lobster, yeah, watch the Lobster. Jill's took it from the last ten years of being grown ups too in the Lobster. It's a really weird mix, it doesn't really work. So, where are we going next week, Mr. Next Lewis? week, sir, we are going, there's a few films out next week. We have, we're, well, we're in London, so we have to try and catch you when we can. We've got My Cousin Rachel coming out. Which has got Rachel Vice. So, Eric yes. Vice, we are always yes, behind. We'll Absolutely, yes. Um, up against the Mummy, ironically. Which is the reboot of the, the Mummy. Reboot, Hara. reboot, reboot, reboot. Yeah. reboot. It's, yeah, it's the, the mummy. mummy. Tom Cruise, I'm looking forward to that. And also Gazelle from. Gazelle? She, oh, Gazelle, she, she, play, she plays the, the, the Mummy. Yeah. Ah, intriguing. There you go. I'm interested in Tom it. Cruise, though. Tom Cruise. I'm going okay, to put money on the table right now. And if I look well for this one, people might not like hear this. By the end of this film, Tom Cruise will find out is actually the descent of Van Helsing. I'll buy that. Um, He'll be the link between uh, all the films. They they've cast him already, I thought they cast him. No, they've cast 
Johnny Depp playing the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe is playing Doctor Jekyll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Javier Bardem is playing Frankenstein. Yeah. Good casting. Okay. And, and, and Russell Crowe is going to basically use him as like the next Fury character. He's going to. I think I think Tom Cruise will be the kind of link between them. I think he will play Van Helsing. Who's Who's playing Dracula? Not cast yet. I'm going to go with. Who'd be a good Dracula nowadays? Luke Evans was a good Dracula. I liked his last one. <laughs> I didn't mind that for yeah. me. I liked him as Dracula, Dracula yeah. I didn't like the movie. Who would be a good Dracula nowadays, actually, never think about it. Are we still recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary, Gary Oldman. We can't, yeah, Gary Oldman is the definitive one, actually, we have, yeah. We can't we Gary could take it again. Who is a, a current actor who could play a good Dracula? A good Dracula? What's his face? Uh, Michael Shannon, there's a Dracula. Right. Good, uh, well, I will call that, yes, Michael Shannon is Dracula. Yes. He'd be a scary. He would be a freaky Dracula, yeah, yeah. You would come out with nightmares. No, 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 I've got it. Werner Herzog. No. Yes. No. Him directing Michael Shannon playing Dracula, <laughs> that's the film we really need to see. No studio will do all of that. That is going to be terrible for life. People would die. People would die in the cinema screen. You've yeah. killed another actress, Michael. Okay, bring me another one. That would be insane. So that's... Uh, that, that's that's it. Also, you have the film called The Shack, which is out as well. I don't think it's a horror thing. It's more of a sort of um, current affairs type thing with, um, you know, okay. the state of the world type thing. Okay. It looks interesting. So that's next week movies. Uh, tonight we've been in The Raven. The Raven. Glasgow. Raven Glasgow is your favourite place to drink. I think we've been here a lot more. Probably. Yes, I've been mostly drinking tonight Corona. Because you're a sad, Cause sad I'm a, man. Because I'm a gringo. I wrote, I drank, what did I drink today? I drank Alchemy, which um, was not that great. And also drank First World Problems, a magnificent one. Which Richard has none of. Just. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to listen to this, it'd be great. We enjoy yeah. doing it. Give if you want to find us, we are on Facebook at... Um, at 3 Beers and a Movie. We're on Twitter at, at number 3. Number 3 Beers and, and a movie. movie. And you can email us at number 3 Beers and a Movie at gmail.com. Yeah, so come chat next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. 3 Beers and a Movie.